Hello and welcome to the Victory Alabang podcast. You're listening to a message from our preaching series entitled Here and Now. Together we'll discover what it means to live our lives for the kingdom of God. We hope this message encourages you and inspires you today. Today is already our uh, last uh, week for the series. So we hope that um, you know we, we are learning from this series. And uh, these are taken from the book of Matthew. Uh, something that are here are really hard teaching. At uh, medyo straightforward po ito ng konti. And uh, open your Bible to the book of uh, Matthew chapter. This is coming from Matthew chapter 13, verse 47 to 50. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers, but threw away the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So let's pray. Lord God, once more, we lift up, Lord, to you the reading of your word. We ask and pray for your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, remind us. Holy Spirit, lead us. Holy Spirit, guide us. Holy Spirit, Lord, open our minds. Give us a heart of flesh. Panginoon, we ask and pray that you will speak to us. Huwag niyo pong hayaan, Panginoon, na umalis kami sa lugar na ito nang hindi niyo po kami kinakausap. Dalain po namin, Lord, na uh, lahat po ng aming mga dinadaanan sa aming buhay, we lay down at your feet, Lord, yung problema po namin, yung mga cares po namin, yung mga anxiety, yung mga worries po namin, Lord, Panginoon, we lay everything at your feet. And we believe, Lord, that even as we look at you, Panginoon, yung aming problema, lumiliit po. Sapagkat kayo po ang Diyos na napakalaki, Panginoon. Thank you so much because those people also who have not known Jesus Christ yet, they will give their lives to you. And Lord, my experience po nila, ang buhay na walang hanggan na aming naranasan ngayon. Salamat po, Lord, sa inyong kabutihan. We pray, Lord God, these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ and all God's people say, Almighty, Amen, Amen. You may all take your seats, please. Now, we talk about, of course, the net and the dragnet. And um, if, if you talk about that, parang ang, ang, ang mundo po natin parang dagat. Meron po sinabi sa Psalm 104, verse 25, here is the sea, great and wide, which teems with creatures innumerable. In other words, you can't really count them. Napakarami na living things, both small and great. Sa dagat na ito, napakarami po mga isda na hindi natin alam kung gaano karami yung mga isda ito. At uh, para silang mga tao. And when, when you look at the sea, it is like a world. And small and great, uh, prominent and not prominent. You're talking of men and women and children. Again, from all walks of life, they represent uh, you know, the fish, the fishes in the sea. And uh, again, these fishes, once it is captured, kumbaga lalabas, uh, talagang kuha mo silang lahat, ang dami niyan. Then they sort it out, iniisa-isa nila lahat, and they will, they will, uh, they will uh, take away those that are not good, and then cast them away, and at the same time retain those are good ones. So sa mga Hudyo, sa mga Israelites, uh, what they do, yung mga walang kaliskis, yun yung tinatapon nila, yung mga meron, yun na nire-retain. So kasi that's, that's uh, part of their law. So speaking about that, in the Bible, in Habakkuk 1.14, it says, You make mankind like the fish of the sea, like crawling things that have no ruler. Minsan parang kung titignan mo ang tao, when you, when you try to combine all the people together, lalo na kapag limbawang sea of people, pag, tinat, pag uh, nakita natin sea of people, yung wala tayong minsan halos um, kilala. Kumbaga, these are sea of people. Sample lang po ito, na makita mo na, ano yan, parang they are like dots, they are like the sand in the seashore. Uh, tapos, kilala kaya ni Lord ang bawat isa dyan? Yes. He knows them. And uh, however, if you are a believer, you are the apple of the eye of the Lord. Pero every people that we can see right now in different places, you're talking of different places, I mean, all of them will stand in front of the Lord. How many people right now are living? 
Gano'ng karaming tao ngayon nabubuhay sa mundong ito? Mga around 7 billion probably na mga tao ang nabubuhay sa mundong ito. Bawat isa, sa, isa po sa atin, kapag halimbawang tayo po ay namatay, haharap po tayo sa Panginoon isa-isa. We will be standing in front of the Lord, one by one. In other words, all of us will give an account of Himself to the Lord. So, hindi po natin pwedeng sabihin na, o tara, ano, yung pamilya ko, kaya uh, yung asawa ko nandito. Hindi, isa-isa po tayo. We will all give an account to Him. One by one. Yung account po na yun, when I try to check that, it came from the Greek word logikos. Logikos, is, uh, it really means, yung parabang sa BIR na talagang iniisa-isa lahat. Yung ultimo, isang sentimo, talagang titingnan talaga nila. So the same thing also, when you, you uh, come in front of the Lord, you will really give an account, or all of us will give an account, even, you know, um, wherever we are. So, kung titingnan mo, marami mga tao gusto nila sa easy way of life, kesa sa narrow na road. Why? Because madali Madaling hiwalay ng asawa. Madali. Magkainisan lang kayo. Ayaw mo na kaagad. Divorce agad. Anal agad. Tapos biglang, wala, aalisan mo agad. Ayaw mong pumasok sa mga sa mga uh, challenges ng buhay. Gusto mo yung madali. Gusto mo yung madali. Uh, lagay-lagay. Madali. Life is easy. Kapag halimbawang, uh, you know, mas gusto mo pa yung uh, mainis ka kesa yung maging patient ka. Kung baga gusto pong makipag-away minsan sa isang tao kaysa yung mangyari, masaktan yung ego mo. At dahil sa tinamaan yung ego mo. I mean, some people, of course, will have to take that easy kind of road. Alam mo yung rule ng, ng ano, nakaaway, the rule of Satan will is, if, it, if it's okay with you, if it's really you know, good for you, then do it. Just do it. Lumalabas. Pero kapag halimbawang alam mong mahirapan ka, wag mong gawin. Pero kung alam mong masarap sa'yo, then do it. That's the motto of the enemy. That's the motto of Satan. That is why I would say that, you know, this kind of path, the Bible is speaking about that. Which will you choose? Ano kaya ang pipiliin mo? Which will you choose? Matthew 7, 13-14 says, Enter through the narrow gate because the gate and road lead to destruction. Many enter through the wide gate. But narrow or but the narrow gate and the road that lead to life are full of trouble. Now, speaking of the narrow, the word narrow simply means straight also in the King James Version. It, it, it is a reference to a situation characterized by a specified degree of trouble or difficulty. So therefore, if you choose the narrow, there will be trouble, there will be difficulty, there will be challenge. Hindi po madali ang buhay krisyano. Hindi po madaling magtumayo para sa Panginoon. Akala mo madali na tumayo sa Panginoon? Hindi. Paano kung halimbawa ang tinamaan mo yung conviction na? Paano kung tinatamaan doon yung faith mo na? Paano kapag halimbawang ang tinatamaan doon, yung mismong, uh, yung Diyos na pinagsisilbihan mo? Let's see, how, you, how will you stand you know, in the midst you know, of these people? Especially if what involves will be money. Kapag, kapag halimbawa ang, ang involved po dyan ay yung ating posisyon sa trabaho. Kapag ang involved na dyan ay yung ating reputasyon. Will you still stand in your faith? That is why speaking about that, there will be trouble and difficulty once we choose that narrow road. It is not easy. Hindi po madali. Now, speaking about that, uh, I mean, if you talk about this passage in 1 Corinthians 7.28, sino rito yung uh, you are married? Asan kami ng mga married people natin? Oh, yan, mga married people. Legally married. Yun, legally married. And sino naman yung marriageable na mga professional? Yung mga gusto mong mag, gusto mag-asawa at gusto mong magkaroon ng pamilya. Sige, taas ang kamay. At ba, para maki- Lord, yung mga nagtaas ang kamay, yung ano, bigyan yung asawa, ha? Kaya yun. Diba yung mga ano, yung mga gusto mag-asawa at, uh, at uh, marriageable ka na. Now, meron pong, meron pong sinasabi si Paul rito, no? meron sinasabi si Paul, sabi niya rito, 
it isn't wrong to marry even if you have never been married before. But those who marry will have a lot of trouble now. Gusto pa magpakasal? Gusto pa magpakasal? <laughs> and I want to protect you from this. Sabi ni Paul, si Paul na nagsasabi niyan. Kumbaga, yes, sabi niya, ano, hindi naman masamang magpakasal kapag tinawag ka ni Lord magpakasal. Pero binabalaan kita, sabi ni Paul. Medyo talagang dadaan ka sa matinding problema kapag, ano, actually, sa, sa literal niyan, tribulation. Ang ibig sabihin niya, tribulation. mo pag nagpakasal ka, tribulation. Para bang, may nakapakinggan na ba kayong pastor nag-preach nito? Okay, na parang, uh, I pray that tribulation will come upon you. Hindi, hindi ganun, no? Para, pastor, pa, iho ko yata pa pakinggan niya. <laughs> Yung ganun. But that's a fact. Kaya nga dito sa puntong ito, if you choose the narrow, hindi ito madali. It's not easy. But however, if you are called by the Lord to get married, then please don't walk out of that marriage. Wag, wag, wag kang aalis. Wag kang magigive up. You, work, you, you fight for your marriage. Tinawag ka ng Panginoon eh. Wag mo hihiwala yan. Wag, mo, wag mong babanggain yung, yung asawa mo. I mean, you pray for it. And I believe, alam mo, meron pa sinabi si Jesus ito. I don't know if you will say amen to this. Pero ito yung sinabi ni Lord, John 16.33, I've told you this so that my peace will be with you and in the world you'll have trouble. Okay? Can you say amen to that? <laughs> si Lord, parang ayaw magsabi na amen. Ayaw magsabi na itang amen. Eh si Jesus nagsasabi nito eh. In this world we will have trouble. Totoo naman talaga eh. Sa mundong ito, meron talaga mga problemang dadaanan. Sino bang wala na dinadaan ng problema? Life is not easy. Sometimes, you know, ma- nakangiti tayo kapag halimbawang Tuloy-tuloy ang sweldo natin, tuloy-tuloy ang kliyente, kapag halimbawang okay ang cash flow, ang income mo, ba nakakangiti tayo? Lalo kapag ang mga grades ng anak mo, walang problema. Kapag halimbawang si mister, hindi pa saway. Ayan, talagang nakakangiti si misis. Parang okay na okay. Pero pag dumaan na tayo sa matinding pagsubok ng buhay natin, the thing is that, can you still say, Lord, ano ba itong dinadaanan ko ito? But you know what the Lord said? Hindi po natatapos yan. Kasi sabi rito, But cheer up, sabi ni Lord, I have overcome the world. Yun po ang kagandahan nun, sabi ni Jesus. Huwag kang mag-alala dahil napagtagumpayan ng Panginoong Jesus ang mundong ito. Dahil ang dinadaanan natin, meron pong pag-asa. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, may pag-asa sa Panginoon. Pwede ba natin palakpangan ng Panginoon dahil dyan? Alam mo, ang Panginoon ay napakabuti. Kahit na dumadaan ka sa matindi pagsubok ng buhay mo, kahit na trouble pa, kahit na dilubyo pa yan, kahit na bagyo pa yan, alam mo, nakasama mo ang Panginoon. Kaya nga, di ba, nung bata pa tayo, meron pong kanta, With Christ in my vessel, I can smile at a storm. Smile at a storm. Smile at a storm. You can actually smile at a storm. Kahit na sabi mong hiniwalayan ka ng boyfriend mo, ah, sige, ha, ikaw, nag, ikaw mawawalan. Ganun lang kasimple yun. Huwag mong iiyakan. Kasi ibig sabihin, prepare si Lord para sa'yo na mas matindi, na talagang godly at talagang mahal si Lord. Yun ang mga tipong faith at prayer. May kita mo yon. Pero wag mong sabi, pag hiniwala ka sa mo, wag mo sabihin, bahala ka, maghanap ako, wag ganun. Okay? Kumbaga, ipag-pray mo na bumalik si Mister at bumalik si Mrs. Dahil tinawag kayo ng Panginoon na isa, you are one flesh. That is why speaking about, you know, this kind of things, you have to understand Jesus Christ overcome the world. The enemy is a defeated foe. Talunan po ang kaaway. Kumbaga, umaangi lang yan, pero walang ngipin yan. Nakita na ba kayo ng leo na bungal? Ganun ang, ganun ang kaaway. Bungal yan. Yung leo na yan, umaangi lang, pero walang ngipin yan. Ma, kumbaga, para bang uh, malakas ang manakot. Magaling ng manakot. Malakas ang boses, pero wala siyang magagawa. 
Revelation 7, 9 to 10 says, After this I look, and behold a great multitude that no one could number. These are the people who chose the narrow road. And it is our hope and prayer, of course, right now, where we stand, who will be part of those. And we are, because we have faith in Christ from every nation. By the way, sabihan ko lang kayo, no? hindi po ito yung grupo lang po natin. Baka isipin nyo, ay, tayo lang palang nandun, wala pala yung mga baptist at mga anumetodist, every nation lang pala. Hindi, ang ibig sabihin, every nation dyan, lahat ng mga tao sa buong mundo. Okay, it's what nga lang, ang pangalan po ng movement natin, every nation. Baka mamaya gawin po natin doktrina yan, ha? Alam mo, maliligtas ka pag sa every nation ka. Sabi rito, tiga mo, kami lang ang maliligtas. Hindi ganun, okay? Mamamay, gamitin yan, ha? From every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. One day, we'll be, of course, joining that particular crowd and crying out to the Lord and say, Salvation belongs to our God. But then again, of course, we will learn from the parable of the dragnet. May matututunan po tayo rito. And this truth, of course, of the parable, parable is sometimes hard to swallow. Ang hirap po minsan lunukin ng truth na ito kasi meron po talagang tatamaan. May mga tatamaan po dito sa parable na ito. First is that the kingdom of heaven is already here and drawing near. Ang kingdom po, na, po ng Panginoon ay talaga, nandito na po. We can feel it already. Diba, whenever you are with Christians, whenever you are with, a, with the believers, ang sarap po ng feeling kapag halimbawang kasama mo yung mga kapatiran sa Panginoon. Di po ba? Sa Victory Group, parang ayaw mo na matapos yung araw na ito. Kasama mo lang sila. Again, the kingdom of heaven is, he, is already here and drawing near. It's already coming near. The Lord is coming. Who believes that? Naniwala ba kayong darating ang pangati Panginoon Jesus someday? I'm excited that, you know, to see that Jesus, misa yung ipasasabihin lang, Oh Lord, alam kong darating ka, pero wag mo na ngayon kasi may gagawin pa ako eh. The Lord is coming already. No? But however, we don't know when. Hindi, hindi natin alam kung bukas, makalawa, next month, next year, we have no idea. But the point here is that the kingdom of the Lord is, is already about to be fulfilled. And we can feel that already. The Bible says in Matthew 13, 47, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net, para itong lambat. Parang universal net ito that was thrown into the sea and gathered fish of every kind. And it also mentioned about when it was full, men drew it ashore. Ang kaya ang tawag sa kanya, dragnet, the fishes have no idea na yung net na yon hinihila na pala sila papunta sa shore. And that symbolizes, that depicts a picture that people have no idea that, you know, the kingdom of God is already drawing near. Hindi na alam. Yes, it's already the last days nung time pa man ng mga apostles at ni Jesus. Hanggang ngayon, last days pa rin hanggang ngayon. Pero we have no idea as to when that will happen. Yung mismong pinaka-day as the Lord will come. But the main fact of the matter is that everything is being pulled to the shore. Lahat, we are being pulled to the shore. Slowly by slowly, inching towards that final day. The Bible says in Matthew 24, 30-39, For us in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, Marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. Wala silang pakialam, akala nila, you know, the Lord will not come or they just do their own thing. All their daily chores, ginagawa nila lahat. Wala silang pakialam kahit na, uh, you know, ano mangyari. Akala nila, tuloy-tuloy lang yung araw. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Biglaan ito. That's why in the next verse in 2442, Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. 
plan as if the Lord is coming next year. Magplano tayo. Wala naman masamang plano eh. Magplano ka as if si Lord darating next year. Pero mamuhay ka as if si Lord darating ngayon. Ang problema kasi, pag namuhay tayo as if like si Lord darating pa after 10 years. And this is what happens in Luke 12, 15 to 21. There was this one guy in the story of Jesus. He told the people, be careful to guard yourselves from every kind of greed. Life is not about having a lot of material possessions. This is not about having the things that we have right now in this world. There's nothing wrong with having a house. Don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong in having cars or vehicles. There's nothing wrong if you want to buy you know, clothes or cell phone. But please, let's not focus so much on the material things of this world. Marami ka pang na-accumulate na material na bagay sa mundong ito. Pero in terms of advancing God's kingdom, in terms of really putting your investment in eternity, wala. City Stad once said, sabi niya, and, and let me just uh, recall that, that whatever that you do for the Lord will last. Yun lang pong ginagawa natin sa Panginoon ang talagang magtatagal ng gusto. Alam mo, pwede lang natin magdala sa Panginoon. There are two, I would say, things that are eternal in this world. One is God. He's eternal. And another, uh, another is the lost soul or the souls of men. Dalawa lang yan. Hindi natin madadala ang mga gamit natin sa kabilang buhay. Kasi hindi mo nakakailangan ng refrigerator, hindi mo nakakailangan ng kotse, hindi mo kakailangan ng anumang bagay dahil si Lord, bahala si Lord mag-provide ng mga bagay na iyon. Pero ang pwede natin madala, alam mo kung sino, yung tao na may kaluluwa na alam natin madadala natin sa Panginoon. When my dad was, when my dad was, um, he, he encountered sickness, Siya po ay nagkaroon ng cancer um, at the age of 69 because meron po siyang vices noon. And he was uh, stricken with, uh, with, with this sickness and disease. And I was really reaching out to him so much. But however, he's so hard uh, dahil sarado po ang kanyang isipan pa ng mga time na yun. Pero sabi ko, Lord, dar- daring araw that um, my dad will really soften his heart to the point that he will receive you in his life. And I don't know when, when will that be. But however, when he was already in his deathbed, so hospital, I had the chance of really bringing my dad at the feet of Christ to the point of when I asked him, sabi ko sa kanya, Daddy, do you want to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? No mga time po na yon, hindi ko na inisip ang kanyang katawan. Sabi ko, I don't know if my dad will really be healed already. It's not because I don't have faith. Pero hindi na yun ang focus ko eh. Dahil ang katawan, kaya palatan palata ng Panginoon, ang katawan. Pero ang kaluluwa, pag ginapunta ng kabilang buhay, I mean, there's no way for him to go back once more. That is why sabi ko, um, Dad, if you want to receive Christ, then please press my hands because he can't speak anymore. Tinamaan na po yung kanyang lungs at saka yung kanyang throat to the point that he can't speak anymore. And then he pressed my hands so, so tight that I... Uh, you know, uh, recalled um, leading him to the Lord and, you know, leading them, including my mom and my sisters. Because, yun na lang talaga ang habol ko, yung kanyang kaluluwa. Kaya it's not about the possession. Yes, praise God for the things that we have. But I hope that we will have the time to share the gospel to our loved ones. The other week, that was a few weeks ago, I had the chance to lead my aunt and even my mom as well. Uh, to the Lord when I share to them my testimony. I, I have a hard time really sharing my testimony to, especially to my aunt, because my aunt is 
very, I mean, he, he grew up in a in that uh, form of religion. At uh, yun yung tipong pag sinamong talagang sarado, kandado, may, may bantay pang aso. Talagang yun yung, ano, yun yung talagang kanyang kinalakihan. Sobra, talagang tinapo pa yung susi sa dagat. So wala ka na talagang makukuha. But however, when I was sharing, my, my aunt was really intently listening. And my aunt was there. Uh, my, my mom is, was there as, as well. My, she, she gave her life to the Lord at very breakfast table nung dumalaw po ako sa kanila. And sabi ko sa aunt ko, do you want to receive Jesus Christ? My aunt is a teacher. She's a retired teacher sa CEO. And uh, she said, yes, I will. How old was she? 92 years old. She's 92 years old and my mom was 88. So they both gave their life to the Lord. Sabi ko, Lord, salamat. Pwede niyo na akong kunin. Pero wag muna. Hindi, yun, yun. Point is that, you know, you have to pray for your loved ones, especially those who have not known Jesus Christ. Because this is very, very important. It's not about the things that we have. Praise God for the things that we have, but it's very, very important for us to lead our loved ones to the Lord. Then he used this illustration. He said, a rich man had land that produced good crops. He thought, what should I do? I don't have enough room to store my crops. Nag-iisip pa siya kung anong mga pwede pa niyang gawin sa kanyang buhay. Siguro, parabang tama na eh. Kaso nga lang, gusto pa rin niyang palakihin, palawakin. All is just focus on him. Without really thinking of, will this really benefit the Lord? Is this really for the Lord? Ito bang business na to para ba sa Panginoon? Pa- paano ko bang magagamit ang business na to para sa Panginoon? Pa- paano yung trabaho ko? How can I use this for the Lord? How can I use myself in this particular company? Walang ganun eh. Talaga asin pakabig talaga sa kanya. Lahat para sa kanya. He said, I know what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones so that I can store all my grain and goods in there. Yung tipong, gawa lang siya ng gawa ng barn para lang sa kanya. Thinking of himself only. Ang hindi niya alam, isang stroke lang siya. Isang sakit lang. Wala na. Kaya sabi dito, nung taong ito, then I'll say to myself, you stored up a lot of good things for years to come. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and enjoy yourself. O pwede ka nang magpahinga. Total, marami ka na rin nagawa. Successful ka na. Don't you think, you know, don't, let's not think that success is all about money. Let's not think that success is just about raising up our children para makapagtapos sila sa pag-aaral. That is not what the scripture says to success. Success is defined when you really fulfill the word of the Lord in the scripture. If you plant the seed of the word of the Lord in the hearts of your children and their children grew up to have the, that God the fear in them, that is success in itself. I'm not saying that education is not important. It's important. But however, more than that, it's still planting the seed of the gospel in the hearts of your children and at the same time, using your life for him. That is where success comes in. 20, but God said to him, you fool, I will demand your life from you tonight. Now who will get what you've accumulated? Wala. Hanggang dyan lang. Pagkatapos noon, maipasa mo sa iba, wala. Ibibenta rin yan ng mga taong pagkatapos ng anak mo. Ibibenta yan sa iba. Pagkatapos yan, wala na. So, ano ngayon? Nasa na yung inipon mo? Wala. Haharap ka sa Panginoon. How can the Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant? Paano mo siyang sinunod sa mundong ito? You can probably live for 70 years old, 8 years old, 110 years old. I-push natin 115 years old. Hindi ko lang alam kung ano itsura mo na noon. Point is that, still, our life, napakaikli. Napakaikli ng buhay natin. But more than anything else, sabi ni Matthew 6.33, put God's work first and do what He wants, then the other things will be yours as well. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. 
Seek first. Unahin po natin muna ang Panginoon sa lahat ng bagay. Unahin po muna natin kung paano natin sundin ang Panginoon sa lahat ng bagay at may kita mo lahat ng mga bagay na ito idadagdag sa atin ng Panginoon. Huwag po natin kalimutan ng Panginoon kahit na gano'n po katindi yung pagpapalat ng Panginoon sa atin. Remember always the one who bless you. Not the blessing, but the one who bless you. <laughs> Minsan gano'n ang tao eh. Pagka halimang pinagpala mo na gusto, nawawala si Lord sa kanilang buhay. Because the Lord has a way of really waking us up and saying, rocking our world and saying, anak, mukhang nakatuto ka na lang yata dyan sa pera. Puro ka na lang, pinapupuhit ka na sa pagbibilang ng pera mo. Ha. Napupuhit ka na. Puro papeles yan. Ha. Paano man ako? Wala na yata yung Sunday. Ha. Lord, ano? Sasusun lang, sasusun lang. Ha. Puro pangako. But more than anything else, put God's work first and do what He wants. Then the other things will be yours as well. The kingdom of heaven is already here and drawing near. Second, the sorting out of the authentic from the pretenders will be a reality. Uh, dito na yun tayo magkakaroon ng, ano, ng talagang matinding sorting out ng mga talagang totoong isda at yung mga peking isda. Ayan. Uh, Sabi dito sa Matthew 13, 48, When it was full, men drew it ashore and sat down and sorted the good into containers but threw away the bad. May tinatapon. Alam niyo ba na meron pong genuine na fake? Yeah, meron pong genuine na fake. Yung mga genuine na fake, <laughs> alam niyo ba yon? Yung akala mo totoo, pero peke. Meron pong Levi's na totoo, meron pong Levi's na peke. Now, meron pong krisyanong totoo at meron pong nagkikrisya-krisyanong peke. Meron pong ganon. Pero wag mong ituturo yung katabi mo. Okay? Baka mami iba, ito pa siya mukhang peke ito eh. Hindi nagtasang kamay eh. Now, let's not be a judge to those people. Basta ang alam natin, alam natin totoo ito. Magkakaroon po na segregation. Akala mo kasama mo lang for the next 30 years sa church, pero ang totoo, and let me just be honest with you. Sa loob po ng church na ito, meron pong hindi talagang krisyano. <gasps> now, pero sabi ko nga sa inyo, huwag kang magtututuro. Ang punto po noon is that we have to go back and check ourselves. Sometimes it tended to say a joke na sa ibang church yun, sa ibang church yun. But in reality, sa church po ng Panginoon as a whole, akala mo, church, I'm talking about visible church, local church, hindi po yung invisible. In the invisible, lahat yun totoo. But in the visible and local church, meron pong hindi totoo ron. And that's what the scripture is telling us. Dr. Charles Caldwell Rye, the author and theologian, sabi niya rito, Similar to the parable of the wheat and tares, both genuine and professing people will coexist in the kingdom to be separated at the end of the age. Pagdating ng araw, magkakaroon ng hiwalayan dito. So, ang tanong rito, how do we really have that relationship with the Lord? At meron pong way yon para malaman. The scripture says in James 4.12, There is only one lawgiver, tandaan po natin, and judge. He who is able to save and to destroy, but who are you to judge your neighbor? Kaya wala po tayong karapatang manghusga ng kapwa. Tingnan po natin muna yung sarili po natin. Meron nga nakapagsabi sa akin, Pastor, yung isa, may kilala akong ano eh, tao doon, ano eh, may ka-live-in siya eh. Pero sabi niya, Christian raw siya. Alam mo, mukhang hindi Christian kasi may ka-live-in eh. Now again, mag-ingat po tayo ng ganoon. Ang lakas po natin minsan manuro, nasasabi natin, hindi Christian, pero ang hindi natin alam, may mga struggle po ang bawat tao. Every one of us has our own struggles. Ang struggle maaari ng taong yon is that, you know, yung kanyang kondisyon. It's between her and the Lord. It's between him and the Lord. Leave that person before the Lord. After all, hindi naman siya magigib na, hindi naman siya magbibigyan ng account sa atin pagdating ng araw eh. Bakit tatayo ba yung taong 'yan sa iyo, sa harapan mo mismo? At lalapit sa it, ikaw maging Panginoon niya, hindi naman eh. Lahat tayo we have our own struggle. Every one of us here in this room have our own struggle. Ang nakakabanon, 
Minsan ang struggle yun, hindi mo makita. Ang struggle yun, it could be bitterness, it could be anger, it could be, well, probably lust. There's a lot of struggles that we can't really see. The point is that we have to again go back and check ourselves. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, But God's firm foundation stands bearing the seal. The Lord knows those who are His. Alam naman ng Panginoon kung sino sa Kanya. Kilala niya kung sino sa Kanya. Pero ang alam natin na tutuong sa Kanya, sabi rito sa next, And let everyone who names the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. In other words, dapat galit siya sa kasalanan. Kung talagang krisyano ka. Dapat meron kang you know, galit sa kasalanan. Another version says in God's Word translation, In spite of all, God's people have a solid foundation. These words are engraved on it. The Lord knows those who belong to Him, and whoever worships the Lord must give up what? Doing wrong. If you truly are a follower of the Lord, if you name the name of the Lord, then please, let's do something about it. Kung hindi mo asawa yan, then you have to do something about it. Huwag mong gagawin yung isang bagay na ginagawa ng mag-asawa kung halimbawa kayo ay boyfriend and girlfriend pa lang. That's fornication. Huwag mong i-justify ang kasinungalingan. Kasinungalingan yon. Kahit na sabihin mong, papunta na ako dyan, pero yung pala hindi pa. A true Christian may not be perfect, hindi tayo perfect, but experiences godly sorrow when they commit a sin. Ibig sabihin, talagang merong kang, alam mo, ang tawag doon is godly sorrow. Yung sinasabi rito sa 2 Corinthians 7.10, godly sorrow brings repentance. Ano bang ibig sabihin itong godly sorrow na ito? Sa Tagalog po ito ay kalungkutang, buhat sa Diyos, ay nagbubunga ng pagsisisi at pagbabago. Ang ibig sabihin ng kalungkutan dyan ay kalumbayan at kapanglawan. Yun po ang ibig sabihin. Matindi, ano? malalim. Talagang mekor. Tipong kapag nagkasala ka, pag ikaw ay nagkasala, Lord Panginoon, patawaran niyo po ako, hindi po tama itong ginagawa ko. Meron pong ganun dapat. Hindi yung kapag nagkasala ka, ah, wala, bale, wala lang. You just brush it aside. Total, wala man nakakita eh. Pero pag nahuli ka, doon ka lang magsasabi ng, ay Lord, patawarin niyo po ako. Nahuli ka na kasi. Ang tawag doon ay worldly sorrow. Worldly sorrow po ang tawag doon. Nasaan kaya tayo? Ikaw ba yung taong kapag nagkasala ka at nag-iisa ka, meron kang kalumbayan at meron kang kalungkutan at meron kang paninibugho sa iyong espiritu at sinasabi mo, Panginoon, patawarin niyo po ako. Patawarin niyo ako. Mali ito. Kailangan ko nang bumalik sa misis ko. Kailangan ko nang sabihin yung totoo. Kailangan ko nang ayusin ito. Mali ito, illegal itong ginagawa ko. Itatama ko na itong negosyo ko. Meron kayang ganun. Pero kung hindi ba ang ginagawa natin, tunutuloy-tuloy pa rin natin yun, then again, it's a big question. Whether we really have a relationship with the Lord. Kasi ang alam ko, sa isang taong may relasyon sa Panginoon, sabi nga ng Bible, He must turn away from iniquity or depart from iniquity. He must stop doing these things. A true Christian does not put his assurance of salvation in his transformation but on the finished work of Christ by faith. My point here is this. Kailangan po maintindihan natin na ang ating kaligtasan po ay nasa finished work ni Christ. Nandun po ang ating panampalataya. Minsan kasi may mga ibang krisyano, tinanggap nila si Lord, naglalakad sila sa buhay krisyano nila, at nagkasala sila. At nung nagkasala, at medyo struggle doon sa kasalanan, sasabihin na ngayon, Lord, save pa kaya ako? Ba't ganito? Ito pa rin ginagawa ko. At nung na-overcome yung kasalanan at umokay na uli, ay, save nga ako. Kasi ano eh, naitama ko yung buhay ko. So ang tanong rito, saan siya nag-base ng kanyang assurance? Sa pagbabago niya o sa finish work ni Christ? I think sa pagbabago niya, which is wrong. 
dapat po magbe-base po tayo palagi ng ating assurance sa finished work ni Christ. Dahil alam po natin na kapag ang tama po ang ating relasyon sa Kanya, alam natin na lalabas po yung kabutihan po sa atin at lalabas po yung pagbabago sa ating buhay. It will just follow. Transformation will just follow. Huwag po natin ibabalansi yung ating transformation sa pamagitan ng ating kaligtasan. That will be a good work thing. That's good works. Let us always trust the Lord that the Lord will be the one to change us and transform us. Si Lord lang naman magbabago sa atin eh. I-remind mo yung katabi mo sa mo, si Lord magbabago sa'yo. Si Lord ang magbabago sa'yo. Wala na iba. Hindi yung misis mo, hindi yung mister mo, hindi yung magulang mo, si Lord ang magbabago sa'yo. No one else. Romans 11.6, sabi dito, But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. Huwag po nating lalaki pa ng gawa. Huwag po nating lalaki pa ng anumang klaseng gawa because it will no longer be grace. And once that happens, sabi ng Galatians 5.4, you are severed from Christ. You who would be justified by law, you have fallen away from grace. Ang ibig sabihin ng severed po dyan, ang ibig sabihin ay Christ has become of no effect or no benefit to you. Therefore, you have to again understand that our salvation is secure in Christ, not because we are changing, but because our faith is in Jesus. Yung pagbabagong yun, lalabas lang po yun ng kusa. Kapag halimbawang tayo po ay meron pong tamang relasyon sa Panginoon. Lahat po ng ating ginagawa must be done out of love. 1 Corinthians 6.14 Let all that you do be done in love. Bakit ka ba nag-disciple? Kasi mahal mo ang Panginoon. Bakit mo ba mahal ang asawa mo? Kasi mahal mo ang Panginoon. Bakit ka umaate ng church? Kasi mahal mo ang Panginoon. Bakit ka nagbabasa ng Biblia? Mahal mo ang Panginoon. Bakit ka nagsishare ng gospel? Kasi mahal mo ang Panginoon. Bakit mo inaalaga ng mga anak mo ng mabuti? Pinapakain sila, you know, you're, you're, you're being a responsible father to them kasi mahal mo ang Panginoon. Everything is born out of our love for the Lord. Pagmamahal sa Panginoon dapat. Hindi dahil sa ang nangyari, ang nagtutulak sa atin ay yung takot tayo sa Kanya. It's not about that. The kingdom of heaven is already here and drawing near the reality of sorting out the authentic from the pretenders. And third is that the judgment day for the righteous and unrighteous will surely happen. Meron pong judgment day pagdating ang araw. Talking about this, so it will be at the end of the age, the angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous. In this case, darating po ang culmination nito, ang graduation day po, yung final day. It will be the end of the age. In verse 50, it says, And throw them into the fiery furnace, in the place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Pag napunta po ang tao sa impyerno, sobrang tindi po. There will be torture, ang torture po ron, because they are separated from God Himself. They will not experience the grace of God, they will not experience the mercy of God, they will not experience the joy of the Lord. Sabi ng Bible, sa Psalm, in your presence there is fullness of joy, but however, in this case, in hell, the presence of the Lord signifies judgment on that person. That's why it's really tormenting. Now, they are like shaft. Yung shaft po na ito, they are being burned. They are waiting to be burned. Those are the people who will not accept the Lord or who will still bunk on their good works or who does not really realize, you know, the grace of the Lord. Sabi ng Matthew 11, uh, 3, 12, His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but the shaft he will burn with unquenchable fire. The unquenchable fire, of course, speaks of torment. Now, nasasabi po natin ito because this, this is what the scripture says. Hell is real, by the way. Hell is real. Totoo po ang imperno. Kung totoo po ang heaven, totoo po ang imperno. That is why it's really a warning for those who will not receive Christ. But for us, it's a joy to serve Him. 
Kasi dahil alam natin, nasa atin ang Panginoon. Sino rito yung alam mong nasa iyo ng Panginoon? Taas ang kamay. Yan, tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Pag hindi nagtaas ang kamay yan, sabi mo, mamaya, mag, ano, receive ka kay Lord. Matthew 18.9 says, And if your eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. It's better for you to enter life with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into the hell of fire. Another passage says, in Luke 16.24, He yelled, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water to cool off my tongue. I am suffering in this fire. Again, that's very true. Kaya ako nasasabi to, it's not because, magaling naman ni pastor, nakapunta na yata siya ng impyerno, but alam na alam niya to. <laughs> Hindi, kasi sabi po ng Bible, the Bible tells us, Dr. Robert N. Wilkins said, sabi niya, this is what I find among Christians who believe they must persevere until the end to be saved. Ito yung napapansin niya. Fear of hell motivates them to give money. Fear of hell motivates them to attend church. Fear of hell motivates them to, to uh, try hard to please God. Gratitude goes out of the window and some even quit the faith under pressure of having to perform. I hope hindi po yun ang nagtutulak sa atin. Ang nagtutulak sa atin ay yung pagmamahal sa Panginoon. Hindi po yung takot. Pagmamahal po sa Panginoon dapat nagtutulak sa atin. 1 Peter 4.7 says, For it is a time for judgment to begin at the household of God, and if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of Christ or God? So therefore, we could really say that th there will be an end when the time comes. Let me just quote these few verses. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. And the time will come wherein we will go back once more to the book, because in the great white throne judgment, pagdating ng araw, Haharap po tayo roon. Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it from his presence, earth and sky fled away and no place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne and books were be opened. The books there are actually the scripture. Then another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were found or were judged by what was written in the books according to what they had done. Babalikan po natin uli ang Bible pagdating ng araw. At yung Bible po na ito ang gagamitin ng Panginoon in order to judge all those people especially those who have not trusted in Him. But for us, believers, it is about the reward. Magkaiba po yun. It's again the scripture. Let me just quote two more verses and then we'll uh, end this. Send your, set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth, but in 1 Corinthians 2, 9 to 10 says, However, as it is written, no eye is seen, no ears heard, no mind is conceived what God has prepared for those who love Him. But God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Feel free to share this message with your friends too. For more information about our church, visit our website at www.vicryalabang.church.